0: Hey, this is Mike Sparrow with Authority Zero, and you're listening to the Sun Solar Panel
1: podcast. right and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the sun's solar panel podcast uh gotta be perfectly honest with you right now i am extremely excited because i've gotten so many messages on our facebook and on uh, our twitter that there was an issue with my mic (laughs) like i didn't know You're excited
0: about this?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not excited about the messages. I'm excited because I ordered a new XLR cord, so in theory, this should sound just fine for the podcast version. Anyway, joining us today, Mr. Greg Esposito at Espo on Twitter. What's up, gentlemen? And of course, Dave King, all the way from Atlanta. I think this no week. Washington D.C. Washington D.C. All right, at Dave King NBA on Twitter as well.
0: How's it going, folks? I'm in my
2: hotel room right now. I love the fact that Tim has found the largest pair of glasses on earth. So we can see everything that's on his screen. If you're watching on the YouTube, we uh, can see indeed. everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's great. That, or he wants to look like the Dexter from Dexter's laboratory. It's a, uh, uh, a it's nice a floor for us
0: old folks. As I brought up earlier, um, Carol Channing had glasses, somewhat similar to that
1: here's the thing i like to wear these glasses as well as a pair of crocs on any first date i'm on that way i can tell if she really likes me or not
0: <laughs> if she tells you to take it off then you know you got you got it in the bag
1: all right well at this point i'd celebrate if any woman told me to take anything off <laughs> so, be uh,
2: careful what you ask for but right? before, speaking, speaking of that i'm pretty you don't want sure really any woman <laughs> yeah i'm i am pretty sure on saturday july 6th when we're all in vegas we can find somebody to do that for you i'm, I'm sure in vegas that can happen so saturday july 6th we're all going to be out there for summer league we want you to join us we're going to do a get together that evening yep. uh, we don't know what fine vegas establishment will be at but whatever has Cheap wings and uh, and decent beer will probably be at so uh, we'll let you know when when we get closer where it'll be or just over- in one of
0: the casinos
2: like we did last year. Oh, that's true. Why not? I mean, that's pretty much everything in Vegas is is right. a casino. So uh, so yeah. So we'll keep you updated on that. Otherwise, also- you
0: just describe the Hooters Hotel, and I'm not sure I want people to meet there. Hey.
2: Hey, twenty-three bucks a night. Uh, you can stay there real cheap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not that I've looked that up as a way no. I've done to that. Cost.
0: I've stayed at the Hooters Hotel. It is not pleasant. I mean, uh, no, it's it's fine. Hooters Hotel. Sorry, Hooters. It's fine.
2: It's awkward Indeed, when they are a the, little
0: sticky in the bathroom.
2: It is awkward when they. uh when they leave the chicken wing on your pillow instead of the mint, it is uh, that, that's weird, but
0: uh, and and then, it's unfortunate when you have told your, your spouse, how great the wings are from back in your single days. And then you have her try the wings and they're completely tasteless that night. <laughs> like, come on, couldn't yeah. you do
2: better that night? Anyways, also uh, make sure to go to <laughs> sunshirts.com new way to support the program. We got some fun uh, designs there. You can pick them up. Uh, and I actually just got, our first order of shirts and uh, the quality is really nice, real soft, real, uh, real nice. So I think you'll enjoy those as well. Uh, Tim, I think I butchered that as well as I can. So uh, back <laughs> to you now.
1: All right. And uh shout out to John Sog over on the YouTube live watching with us. We do appreciate you joining us, John. Uh, so this week's discussion, yes, it's the off season, but it, it really spawned from Uh, A group chat that myself, Espo and Dave were in and uh, essentially it was along the lines of unless the Suns make a major trade, they're going to be another dumpster team this year. And then I pointed out, well, then we have to have a serious conversation about Devin Booker because if Devin Booker is a true one, a No matter if they make a big trade or not, he should be able to get this team out of the dumpster fire. I'm not saying they should make a legitimate playoff push, but we should no longer be talking about a a 19 win team with a true 1A on the team. So I do do want to turn this over to you guys. But first, I want to read off Devin Booker's stats along with uh, how many games the Suns have won since they drafted him. 2015-2016, 2015-2016, he averaged 14 points, three assists. The Suns won 23 games. 2016-2017, 22 points, three assists. The Suns won 24 games. 2017-2018, 25 points, five assists. The Suns won 21 games. And last season, 27 points, seven assists. Excuse me, and the Suns won 19 games. Thanks
2: for reminding us as if we didn't already know that they've sucked every year since I'm doing this,
0: Tim, you're making a direct correlation between Devin Booker and the Suns win total. total. And I, I think if you're going to name a problem on the Suns team, Devin Booker is the least of them.
2: Oh, I, and I totally agree that I don't think Devin Booker is a problem here. Now, do I think he's a one a, I don't know if that's where we're, what we're discussing. I'm not 100% sure he's a 1A. I probably lo- think more long-term, he's probably a 1B. And there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that if we're talking a championship team. If we're talking a playoff team, I think he he very much could be be a 1A, but I think he's probably a 1B on a championship team. All right. And, so, and to um... be fair, Kobe Bryant was a 1B on many of the championship teams he was on with Shaq. Nothing wrong with it.
0: So the first thing that came to mind when Tim posed that question was uh, the Portland Trailblazers backcourt for me. So you've got clearly and really, really, really looked good this year. Well, C.J. McCollum and Dane Lillard uh, taking their team to was it the conference finals? I believe it was uh, before they got wiped. But um, uh, until that conference finals. C.J. McCollum was definitely a 1B, and Dame Lillard was definitely a 1A. Both have already been paid, just like Devin Booker is going to be paid for next year. They all make – there's about six shooting guards in the league that make about the same $25 million a year, and Devin Booker is right there with all of them. So if you, if you look at it money-wise, he's right there where he needs to be with uh, the production he's making. He just hasn't had a team around him, and if you paired – if You put CJ McCollum next to Booker, he'd be a 1A. If you put him, if you put Dame Lillard next to Booker, he'd be a 1B. So it depends on because he's somewhere in between those two guys. Um, Dame Lillard has had the luxury of being around better teams. He had Lamarcus Aldridge in his prime, he had um, his coach, uh, Terry, Terry Stotts, yes, Terry Stotts, all these years. He's had a uh, regime, a, a GM regime that's, uh, that's interested in actually putting competitive players out on the court. Even when they overpaid Alfa it turned out well for them. Uh, so, you know, they've, they've done the right things, gotten the right players. They acquired use of Nurkic. Um, uh, to, uh, to replace the plumley plumley guy, right. They swapped those two. And they one, did, and one of the Plumleys. Yeah. One of them. Um, yeah. Not miles. That was ours. <laughs> Um, so that we, I think Portland has been a better situation, but that is a good example of a 1A versus 1B. It does depend, as Greg said, on, on who you put next to him. Uh, but definitely he's in the one range, either 1A or 1B on a really good team, if not a conference finals team, because you can't say, uh, Devin Booker, I don't think you can safely say that Devin Booker is worse than CJ McCollum. And yet CJ McCollum was a 1B. On a conference finals team with a lot of injuries, where there wasn't really even a clear two on that team behind those guys.
2: Well, and I think if Aiton develops into what he has the potential to be, it Book could wind up being the one B to to what DeAndre Ayton could evolve into if if the defensive end of things clicks at some point. Like we think he has the physical tools to do so. Uh, but if we're if we're looking at next year, right? based on what John Gambadoro said today I'm reported today
0: gone uh, I
2: th- I think we're pretty much in the, in the so
0: this is Wednesday this is yeah, Wednesday this that we're recording we're doing this live so all of you all of you ones of people watching the show right yes. now know that it's Wednesday at 7 okay. p.m a Z time. Um, and Gambo said today that the Suns are so excited so excited about the potential of adding Kobe White as their number six draft pick and not trading it for a veteran point guard, but then bringing in some veteran they can afford, which is more like what we've talked about, which is where I think you were going, Greg. Uh, Darren Colony. The, uh, the backup point guard on every other team route to be our starter next year. The Suns will be better. I mean, you know what? Those guys that are on the market out there are better at point guard than tyler johnson and the sun's already proved they can be a 500 devin booker can be a uh, can be the best player on a 500 plus team for a year tyler johnson at point guard for a season they're not
2: i am sorry though if you go kobe white and you and you sign whoever I, you know Colton, I mean, inter-
0: Corey joseph
2: yeah insert insert probably back up on other teams Point guard uh that's a free agent uh, in that starting uh, starting lineup. I don't think they're a five hundred team. We're not talking about a forty one and forty one team. Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: But back to Booker. I mean, we're we're talking about whether Booker is a one A or one B. I definitely think he's a one A or one B, and it depends on who the who the other one is. Okay,
1: so let me ask you a question. If 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 CJ McCollum, if Devin Booker is closer to a CJ McCollum, then uh, excuse me I don' no, uh, Damian, Dame Dan, Lillard? Then no I don't think Lillard. he's
0: closer I think he's closer to Dame Lilly. okay
1: uh personally I think he's a bit a bit closer to a uh, CJ McCollum uh if you were to assume that he's somewhere in the middle though and would you want to build a team around CJ McCollum yes you would I would
0: look yeah, the, the plan the conference the conference semifinals and the playoff CJ McCollum you could you could you could do the same thing you're doing with the Devin Booker, where you're not saying he's the guy, he's the only guy. In fact, Portland never even said they wanted Dame Lillard to be the only great player they had. It's just what you do. You build around your best players. Devin Booker's the best player. So of course you're going to build around him. If CJ McCollum was your best player, you'd build around him. I really don't think Devin Booker is closer to McCollum than he is Lillard. Uh, but that's obviously uh, to be proven because we haven't seen either uh, we haven't seen Booker in a winning situation.
2: So yeah, well by no fault of his own. what is he supposed to do that more than more than he's done in 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 these first four years? There's not a lot more he could have done to make the roster that he was trying to carry on his back better. Uh, and and my point about next year was simply he's going to be the one a on next year's team. They're not going to add a guy that's gonna. Going to become a, a bigger star than him, so he's one A next year, and I still don't think they're going to be a five hundred team, but I don't think that's on Booker. He's he's gotten better every year. <clears throat> I don't know what else you're supposed to expect that expect him to do uh, with the roster he's been given around. So well, let's
0: do uh, let's do a little bit more on that. C J. McCollum versus Dame Lode. If C J. McCollum was on last year's Suns team.
2: They win 19 games. Well, hold on. With Devin,
0: with Devin Booker or in. in,
2: in no, 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 no.
0: As in, year. I'm sorry. In place of Devin Booker. If CJ McCollum had Devin Booker's career path. Four yeah. years on the Suns. Is CJ McCollum
2: even a max player right now? I don't. I think, I think he probably looks somewhat like Booker because he mm. scored. He because he, somebody has to fill the void uh, and a lot of people use this argument. But, he can't, but Booker, C.J. Right? McCollum doesn't draw
0: free throws, and C.J. McCollum doesn't pass the ball like Devin Booker does. They're both bad on defense. No, I think McCollum would look a lot worse. I think people would be calling McCollum more like Monte Ellis these days if he had the this Phoenix Suns franchise around him his whole career, whereas Dame Lillard might look a little bit better than um Devin Booker has looked. He might Dame Lillard might actually have that 30 points a game um average right now with 6 7 assists um, if he had Devin Booker's situation his whole career. So that's why I think they're in between, but I think Booker's closer to um to Lillard. Okay. Well, so, and if so
2: you're so a well, GM and your plan is to just have one one h- high caliber player, you're a terrible a GM. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. They need to acquire another high caliber player, not this backup point guard from another team crap and Kobe White crap. All right, Tim, you were you were trying to speak, go ahead.
1: Okay, so over Devin Booker's tenure, yeah. um, and actually I wanna bring up uh, just really quickly CJ McCollum's stats. Uh, over the last two years, he's averaged Over the last four years, he's averaged a little over 20 points and right around four assists per game. Um, Given the fact that he wasn't the main ball handler, I do think their stats would probably be fairly comparable if he was on the Suns being the main ball handler. But not the point. Devin Booker, over his tenure with the Suns, the Suns have been outscored by 7.6 points per 100 possessions with him on the court. Although last season, he did have a positive 3 point, 3.8 points on off the court. So Suns were essentially- Again, it's
0: about the team, not about Devin Booker.
1: Sure, sure. But we're taking this in totality, in totality right? And I really, I'm just playing devil's advocate on this one. Uh, he has never led the team in winchairs, And the Suns have never once had a positive offensive rating or a positive defensive rating since he was on the Suns.
0: Let's, let's look at it this way. Let's, let's change it just a little bit. Let's put Booker and McCollum's spot on the Blazers the last two years.
2: They're better. Okay. You've I, I, got
0: Dame Lillard. You've got Yusuf Nurkic, Alpha Rook, You've got all the players that Portland has. They just happen to have and, uh, had Devin Booker instead of CJ McCollum. Are they better? Are they the same? Are they
2: worse? I think baseline, they're the same. I think they probably would be better, to be honest.
1: What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I think they'd be better, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. There were, so, I mean, there were times yeah. when Devin Booker can score in ways that CJ McCollum can't. Right.
0: And when in ways that Portland really needed it. I mean, CJ McCollum is a great jump shooter. But Devin Booker can do everything on the
1: court. But, but, so what, next, what? So next season, though... Because uh, we do got to wrap this up. It's a short episode. We're doing these every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Arizona time. Next season, the Suns don't make any major trade. They get a couple of okay vets that can play rotation minutes. What should we expect Devin Booker to be able to deliver for this team heading into the first year of his max contract?
2: 26 Other to 30 wins. Minus. Uh, Sorry, Greg, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say 26 to 30 wins is what this team winds up uh, winds up with if they just if they go down the path that it's it's starting to look like if they oh. give you a a stopgap at point guard uh a a upgrade at power forward but not necessarily the kind of guy that would start for for many other teams and they had another. Drug well that's anybody with a pulse so uh <laughs> But, you know, so I think they they wind up being better in the win column, but it's not going to be the kind of improvement that makes everybody feel warm and fuzzy. You have to get another
0: you have to get another one. And Booker's either one A or one B if you really want to get into the 40 win range. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, My feeling on Booker is at a certain point, he needs to start winning some damn games.
0: Well, he needs to start getting a damn team around him. I My prediction is that Booker has a positive plus minus next year, and he adds another wrinkle to his game that makes him even more irreplaceable, more valuable, and it's all up to the rest of the roster on whether they win games or not.
2: Uh, my prediction is if, if things go down the path they look like, we're going to hear a frustrated Devin Booker. If they go into – into training camp with the kind of roster that it's starting to sound like, unless James Jones has some giant surprise and that that's very possible. But what we're hearing from reports, if that's the path we're headed down, I think you're going to get a frustrated Devin Booker at some point uh, between when we head into training camp or between now and when we, uh, when we head into the season, because it's just not going to be enough. And he wants to win badly. You know
0: if if we hear Booker has dropped his agent and gone with Rich Paul we'll know exactly what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we do appreciate everybody that has tuned in to the YouTube live Watching all the comments, you guys are awesome. Derek, Robert, Steve, Dustin, Mook. We really do appreciate all of you. Uh, If you're heading out to Suns Summer League, join us Saturday, July 6th. Uh, You can RSVP just go over to our Facebook page. We're going to do a Phoenix Suns get-together. Like Greg was saying earlier, we do have a bunch of shirts. I'm really excited. I don't get mine until uh, Summer League, but you can go to Suns shirts.com and on that note we oh hold on we will be back on Saturday morning I don't think we're going to do a YouTube live but a really big guest Dave who is it
0: we got a big guest we got Bobby Marks uh, former front office uh, assistant GM for the Brooklyn Nets and um, he is an analyst for ESPN he does all of his all of his summer um, uh, reviews for all the teams and what's upcoming he's a real great cap guy we're going to talk to him he put out an article today day Wednesday uh, about five big Anthony Davis trades and two of them involved the Phoenix Suns getting their point guard of the future so uh, Bobby does have an affinity toward the Suns a little bit at least at least in my opinion because he actually makes trades that benefit the team so I think uh, we're gonna enjoy talking to Bobby on Saturday we had him on last year and I'm really glad to have him back